You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. These two guys have Minnesota sports flowing in their veins. Mackie and Judd on Score North and scorenorth.com. The Vikings now are ready to, to elevate the bar. And, and look, they've got great stadium, great practice facility, state-of-the-art. The Wilfs will spend money on players. You just need to have the right players. And, I, I you know, I, I was stunned that Rick Spielman was fired after 16 years with the team, but... I, it's what happens when you hitch your wagon to Kirk Cousins. Frankly, sorry, but that I think that's what brought him down because I think the final analysis is we blew it on this when we paid this guy way too much money, and even though he throws for a lot of yards and touchdowns, th- there's a ceiling on what he can do, right. and that reinforced the ceiling on what the Vikings can do. Oh, okay, Florio. You don't, you don't like 4,000 yards and 30 touchdowns? Guy. Dude. Did he just steal our whole show? Yeah. I think I think I think Mike Florio and Mark Wilf have been consuming a why lot of our show, and purple daily. Why is our show being cannibalized by <laughs> Mark Wilf and PFF? I'm fine with it. You you seem offended by it. I'm I'm honored by it. Yeah. No, it just sounded like our talk it sounded like we send out talking points now. We should. Right. We should send out like a morning press release of well, talking gonna, points. Hey, if yeah. you need something to discuss today on your national show. Regarding the Vikings, here you go. Yeah, M- mine would be the same every day. It would just be ripping Kirk Cousins. It's like you're so negative, yeah. not me. So, this is Mackie and Judd, daily Minnesota sports entertainment therapy speculation, and uh, we'll get to write that down predictions. We are going to crown a write that down champion on today's show, so stay tuned for that. Um, this is going to be. Let's spend some time here. Just uh, let's. There's a few different things and questions, things to clean up from our Vikings discussions over the past couple days yep. Judd looks like he's preemptively I wouldn't get you, you never you never know and write that down you okay. no I've got my You're bat. celebrating right now I'm not, no I'm not celebrating I've got my bat I've got my bat here I'm just prepared for the day just uh you know it's uh, Mackie and Judd's like WWE anything can happen at any given time yeah. believe right. me people will cheat they will lie this match <laughs> <laughs> Um, I heard last, uh, so this morning I was watching, uh, get up with our guy, Greeny, who also, when he steals from the show, he at least asks permission yes. and collaborates with us. Yes. And, uh, and they had some guy, you know, what's the best opening and, and the Vikings didn't get brought up that much. This was, this is our, our buddy Jay will mm-hmm. on the uh, Keyshawn Jay will and Zubin show. I'll let Dex hit this talking about what the best coaching and or GM openings are. I go to Minnesota guys. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I know there's cap restrictions there, obviously, with some challenges around Kirk. But you got talented roster, man. You, you think about Dalvin Cook, between Justin Jefferson, between Thielen, the way, the way they play, their defense is solid. And you have patient ownership. So Kirk Cousins is not like he's a horrible quarterback. I know yeah, you guys solid. aren't on him. No, he's solid. He's not $35 million with the quarterback. But you can sign him to an extension to kind of relieve that if you are going to keep him. So let's be as objective as we possibly can be here, mm-hmm. which I think we try to be on Mackie and Judd and Purple Daily. From a GM and or coaching perspective, you got like seven coach openings now that Joe Judge got canned, and you got a small handful of GM openings. 
how appealing are these jobs relative to the rest of the openings? Well, I think the coaching job, it remains to be seen because we probably have to see who gets the GM job. But I think the GM job is extremely attractive. There are only three of those. The Bears, the Giants, the Vikings. The Vikings have, this is what I don't get. The Vikings have some immediate issues that need to be addressed. But the GM's not going to be be hired for the 2022 season and then fired, hopefully. Um, the Vikings' problems are all things that can be rectified. In fact, the Vikings' problems are all things that can be corrected or are, are supposed to be corrected, if Easily I'm not mistaken. Easily correctable. They, Easily are correct, correctable. They, they are corrected by the new GM. The Giants have become a laughingstock, unfortunately. They, they are now in a cycle of firing their new coach every two years. Um, they are left with supposedly a franchise quarterback in Danny Dimes, who I don't think is. And so like that, which, which is fine. But my point is, is the Giants haven't been well run now in a while. And there are some, I think, very big internal issues to fix. Bears, same thing. They have retained Bill Polian. God bless me, 79, to help w- with their coaching search. And the Bears owner, George McCaskey, came out at the press conference and was awful. I mean, the press conference was a complete, it was just terrible. And basically so said. Very deflating if you were a Bears fan. And basically said. Yes, idiot. I'm a fan. I'm a fan just like you. Okay, yeah. I don't want to hear that. I want to hear I've got answers or I know <laughs> what I'm. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I am competent, which is not what McCaskey said. The Vikings have salary cap problems. Okay, exactly. They can be fixed. The Vikings have a quarterback problem, but the exciting thing with a quarterback, especially the Cousins thing, is the opportunity to move on and find one. Like, the Daniel Jones thing, to me, is more depressing because that's a draft pick that didn't work. I'm I'm far more deflated by um, Christian Ponder than Kirk. Like, Kirk was brought in as essentially a football assassin, and it didn't work. But Daniel Jones was drafted to help your franchise, and it that did not work. But long term, I'll I'll ask you guys this question: When you look at the Vikings and this job from the GM's chair, long term, what do you see that's like a huge red flag where you're like, oh boy, the work here is going to be very difficult? Yeah, well, I think so. I think this is this is a great job for a GM or a coach. I'll I'll start by saying that. If I'm just looking at immediately, like in the next year or so, it is a little murky. I don't think Kirk is an asset. Like I don't I don't a 33 year old decent but not great quarterback that puts up these hollow statistics and ultimately has put a glass ceiling on every team he's ever played for going back to Washington. Like some people say, well, look at the yardage he puts up and look at this and that. And if you just smooth that contract out and extend him, it's like, I, I have no interest in locking into three more years, even at a slightly reduced price to the 12th best quarterback in the NFL. And I, I actually think he might be lower than that. Cause I would put Derek Carr above him. I would put Jimmy Garoppolo above him, quite frankly, even though Jimmy doesn't put up the same numbers, there's a certain leadership and winning DNA there. So in the immediate short term, somebody might look at this and say, Ooh, fourth worst cap situation. 
and you got to figure out quarterback. At least the Jaguars, unless Trevor Lawrence turns into one of the biggest busts ever, like they got quarterback figured out. The yeah. Bears might have quarterback figured out if you believe in Justin Fields. Um, but if you sort of zoom out from maybe a one-year outlook to what you're saying, Judd, which is let's go big picture here. Let's look at five years. Let's look at ten years. Great ownership. Great stadium. Super passionate fans that add value to, you know, I think to, to winning games on Sunday with the crowd noise. Great facilities. All these things. And... If you look out to 2023, they go from being in cap hell this year. And if they want to get out of it, it's very easy to get out of it by 2023. In fact, right now, even with Harrison Smith and Adam Thielen and Eric Kendricks, all guys who are over 30, even with those guys on the roster in 2023, they still have $75 million in cap space two seasons from now. So if you're confident and you think you can find that young quarterback, draft, trade, whatever it may be, yes. and you're comfortable moving on from some really good but aging players, you can get this thing back on track really, really quickly, but you got to figure out quarterback long-term. And so that's that's right. the one thing that would make me like, ah, boy, would I rather just hitch my wagon to Trevor Lawrence and figure out the rest of it, mm-hmm. dumpster fire organization, or would I take the better infrastructure and trust myself to find that quarterback? I yeah. think, yeah, I think infrastructure-wise, the Vikings do have a, a legitimate situation. Their stadium's nice. Their fan base is rabid. It's a, it's a, let's call it what it is, one of the most successful franchises to not have won a, a Super Bowl ever. Um, but I, I think when you look at just the defensive side of the ball, like outside of Daniel Hunter, who I guess isn't necessarily a shoe in If you wanted to trade him, you could. There's really not a lot of pieces there. Like you're gonna have to basically build up that entire defense. And that takes yes. time. Like uh, Mike Zimmer came in here and installed things after Leslie Frazier left after it being a dumpster fire, but it took, what, three years for it to reach its peak of being a number one defense. It was a good defense in 2015, and then it came, it was still good in 16, but then it popped in 2017. It took three years to do that. Now, with the way the NFL is trending, I'm not saying you have to put all the resources in the defensive side of the ball. You just have to be strategic and hit some home runs in the draft. Defensive from the defensive side of the ball, it's an uphill battle from a GM side to get this defense, I think, to just be passable. I really do think and so. And that's all the more reason to get young and cheap at quarterback, too, because you're gonna need you're gonna need cap space because you're not gonna fix the whole thing in the draft. You're gonna you don't have enough picks and you're gonna whiff on some guys, and some guys are gonna be fourth rounders that need development. So you're gonna need all the cap space you can get in 2023, and you're probably gonna need to draft some defensive players in the first round. I, that, again, like if you can make tough decisions and potentially trade some of these veteran players for second, third, like if you thought you could trade Eric Hendricks for a third round pick or second round pick, yeah. I know fans are going to hear that and they're going to be like, what? Right. Kendricks had the worst season of his career, according to pro football focus. And he's over the age of he's 30, right? He's 30 yeah. years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And see, see to me though, what, what Dex is talking about, if I'm a candidate, excites me to no end. I can rebuild. I mean, Mike, the Vikings in Frazier's last year, defensively, unfortunately, were a complete joke. 14, Mike started to change things. By 15, you're a missed field goal in a playoff game away from going to the second round. And so I think the problem that that we have is we fixate on what's been done previously and the players who are here. 
And and so we say, well, you got you know, you got these great players or some great players, but you're sort of stuck in cap hell. Well, actually, you're really not because those great players that you love are nobody in some cases to the new GM. And he's going to say, Harrison Smith, it's been great. You're awesome. You are in, in five years. Come back here and we are going to put your name up in in the rafters or on our, our um, ring of honor. But the reality is you're gone. And now fans are like, but Harrison Smith's so good. But you're not that good. And that's the problem. And so, like, there's this weird, we've got this weird fixation to you're in cap hell and you're stuck with these players. This is National Football League. You're not stuck. It might cost you a bit. But, I mean, you can get this team completely different with new players that, that guess what, fans will yeah. like and buy their jerseys in a couple of years. What I'm saying is with the Bears and Giants, those right now, and I don't think it's debatable, are dysfunctional franchise franchises and have been. And I don't think they're well run. And and they've made a lot of bad choices. The Vikings just got done. Now, the Vikings, I think, the last couple of years were becoming dysfunctional. But the they just got done with a GM who had been with the uh, organization in some capacity for, what, 16 years. Mm-hmm. Zimmer had been here since... 14 so like there was stability here like there was a lot i just think everything that the vikings are facing that's a real problem is an immediate problem which if i'm a gm candidate i love that i can address that and i don't care if you know you can't you can't cut Suter and parisi you can't buy them out actually i can see you later now now am i creating problems most definitely but i feel that i can that i can handle those problems so anyway um i think that people think the vikings are somehow like stuck they're not stuck because they're not wedded to the players that you think that they are and that's one big reason why rick and mike are gone let me let me paint a scenario a two th- let's call it uh you know let's call it uh mission 2023 or whatever like that's let's just let, let's take a step back. Hold on. I'm going to text Mark Wolf right now. Please do. Please talking let's, point. Let's talking take a point. step back from this obsession that you mission? need to – Mission? With a, with a capital – maybe Dear it's Mark. all caps. Mission. Okay. Colon, you tell, you tell, you tell me. Okay. What's the message? Let's stop with this obsession that you have to claw and dig every year and milk your way to eight wins or nine wins. You're probably going to have to take a step back roster-wise if you really want to really truly want to win a Super Bowl and be a true contender at some point. You, you get you got to flush out the cap situation. So 2023. Mm-hmm. If you say goodbye to Kirk before then, if you say goodbye to Harrison Smith who's going to be in his mid 30s by then, if you say goodbye to Eric Kendricks who's going to be 32 years old, by then, and maybe you get a draft pick for him. You will have, and by the way, this also includes Daniil Hunter being gone. So you're you're definitely gonna have to find Thielen. Some, uh, I've got Thielen still. This is including Thielen on an 18 million dollar cap hit, and I'm so, cutting him. He's gone. so let's let's take that off the books yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, let's cut him as well. Okay. So if Fans you do those like, things, what are you guys doing? You now again, do like I just we just took away a bunch of Ring of Honor players and maybe yeah. a couple Hall of Famers yeah. in there that you're gonna have to replace. But you would have $113 million in cap space. The, the top team right now going into this offseason 
2022 offseason has $75 million in cap space. So now you're going to sign some players yeah. and, you're, mm-hmm. and there's going to be some extensions. So I'm not, you're not going to have that much, but I'm just saying like, as it projects right now, you'd have $113 million in cap space and let's, let's call it, it probably settles into like 75 or 80 by the time you maybe Justin Jefferson gets an extension. I don't know, whatever. Right. Or you sign a couple free agents to fix your offensive line this year. Absolutely. But, you, but what I'm saying is you'd have among the most cap space of any team in the NFL. And if you feel like at any point in the 2022 or 2023 draft, preferably first or second round, that there is a quarterback of the future in there, and you have a great leader and offensive-minded guy at head coach, you can see how this thing could get back to popping pretty quickly by 2023. So that's, that's a fun scenario to think about, isn't it? Like free yourself and detach yourself from this mediocrity and this struggle to get to right. 500, like, who cares what happens in 2022? It'll be fun regardless. There'll be fun things to watch, especially if they're playing a rookie quarterback or something. Like, There's going to be fun things to watch. But the more I look at this, they are... So, and by the way, in 2023, guess who's probably not in your division anymore? Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. The Packers are probably trying to figure out their quarterback future, and and they're probably coming back down the other side of the mountain. You know, Maybe the, maybe the Bears have it cleaned up by then. I'm never going to bet on the Lions having it cleaned up. Yeah, and I don't know about the Bears either. It's like there's there's so much light here, but it's but it's it's a little dim in 2022, but there's so much light but, for 2023. And my question again to the fan base is what's the sticking point here? Like what's the concern and and I think people look at I think the problem is this discussion is had in a vacuum of what immediately can you do? And that's not and, sports. Yeah. And the answer might be, based on the way the chessboard is set up, there is no way to win well, this game. The, Z- the Zolgad answer to the question is this. You might be bad. Oh, no. A year of being bad. What does that get me? Let's see here. Oh, a draft pick. So, like, there's no th- – this is a exciting reset opportunity. This is not a – the problem is the national people look at these jobs and they're they're like, well, Justin Fields might be good, and the Bears might be good in 22. Okay, they might be. And if they are, good for them. But the Vikings have, and and this show is as far away from being a homer show as you can possibly get. But the Vikings have a ton of problems that can be cleaned up, I think, fairly quickly. Tough decisions. Yeah, but, I mean, that's why you do this. Bill Mm -hmm. Guerin, right? Bill Guerin has made some very tough calls. Mm Mm-hmm. And he might be wrong. I don't know. But I like the fact he's taking swings. But do you think, so let, let's put ourselves in the in the shoes of a new GM here. And a new GM comes in and says, yeah, guys, uh, 2023 is the year. And we can be damn competitive in 2023. And it opens a window for like three to four years. Mm-hmm. But 2022 is going to have to be about some tough decisions. We're just, we're, and, I, and hopefully we don't go three and 14. But we need to set ourselves up for a big offseason of cap space, youth movement in 2023, like good young players. Yes. And for that to happen, Wilves, me as the new GM, I have to make some tough decisions. I think we should trade two or three players that are maybe Ring of Honor guys while they still have value. I think we can probably get a decent draft pick for the current version of Eric Kendricks, who's not going to be helping us much in 2023. Right. Harrison Smith, who's not going to be helping us much in 2023, and Adam Thielen. 
if other teams see value, other teams that are further along in the winning cycle see value in those players and would give you even like second, third round picks that you can use to package together to move up for a quarterback in the draft in 2023, right? Would the Wilfs look at that and say, ah, we need to stay competitive. I know we said Super Bowls and contenders, all that stuff, but we're not going to go into a rebuild. Because Mark Wilf specifically said it's not a rebuild. It's a retooling, and we think we can right. be very competitive. But if a new GM comes in and says, I mean, it's not like a five-year rebuild, but it's definitely like a 2022 rebuild yeah. to be better in 2023, would, would ownership balk at that? Well, first of all, I, I think that when you come in to talk to the Wilfs to talk about this job, that should be on, on your topic sheet. So, so like that's, you shouldn't get the job and then go, okay, I got these ideas. I think that you need to present them with the ideas immediately of this is where I see, I've, I've done my due diligence on your franchise and this is where I see things. The other thing is we need to see sports. So sports are the same, Phil, I think in some ways, but they're not in other ways. And this is a conversation. Football is a different thing in the sense that, that yes, rebuilds and retools are not five years. They're not four years. But the reality is hitting the reset button on Thielen and Kendricks and Smith, Hunter possibly, to me, far more speaks of trying to win as soon as possible. Not, not, so like if you keep them, they're football players. They're aging out quickly. I mean, Hunter, God bless him. He's phenomenal when healthy, but that's, that's, the key word he's not to 30 right right he's not even 30 I think he's like he's 27 in, right but i mean he has now had back-to-back years of being hurt that's a toll that's a problem that's a that's becoming a movable player and so i think the discussion is this i think the discussion is do you want to get good again quick and clearly if you own the team you're going to say absolutely i do the answer then is then we have to move guys out mm-hmm. not keep guys yep and i think the other question i would ask is because the Wills are going to want to know how good can we, let's start with how good can we be as quickly as possible? How good can we be in 2022? Do you think, because there's, there's a lot of fans out there that would say, hey, if you get a couple guys back healthy, if Daniil comes back healthy, you restructure Kirk's contract to free up a little free agency money, yeah. maybe you can get one free agent in here, yeah. um, you know, run this back again with a different and better offensive-minded head coach. Is this an eight-win team that's really an 11-win team if you make a couple tweaks, I think the answer is no, because some of the, especially on defense, like these players aren't going back in time uh-huh. and Adam Thielen's not going back in time. Uh-huh. Like Harrison Smith's best days are almost certainly behind him. Dalvin Cook's best days might be behind him. I know it's hard to say this stuff, but here's my question to you guys. How good can they get in 2022? If that was the edict, Hey, we're not taking a step back here. So make it work. Okay. The answer to that question is is going to sound weird at first, but it makes perfect sense. If you are prepared, if you come in um, ha- having done your background check on this team and you're asked that question that you just asked by the Wilfs, the answer is this. We can be a competitive, potentially playoff team in 22 if I start to make changes as soon as possible. Um, Adam Thielen this is going to sound really harsh, but hear me out. Adam Thielen gets in the way of a Super Bowl championship because K.J. Osborne 
looks good. Jefferson is marvelous. Going to tell you right now, Amir Smith-Marr said on Sunday, there's something there. Uh, 22 should be all about, re. it should be a step towards a couple of things. One, the future, and getting playing time for guys who need to, to play. And the more that you're behind Harrison Smith and Thielen and Kendricks, the less you're going to play. And the other thing is it should be about being able to get these young players to a position where they are where they're contributing and on a team. Do you, th- do, you, do you think because I, I disagree on Thielen because I think he's still obviously he's been banged up. I think he's still an excellent player. He is. I don't love that he's the third highest cap hit on the team. I think he's a great player on a team that can pop. I I would love for him to go get a championship. Not here. Um, but, but he's I probably wa- going to play for five more years. And so if, if it was a lower yeah. price tag, well, you, if, if he was willing to renegotiate, you know he's going to be 32 I'm going to tell you this right play. now. He's getting hurt. He's getting hurt. Guys, once you start to you, – you are the proverbial car that has been driven off the lot. And now you've been um, – and now you've been scratched. You've been hit a couple times. Car's dinged up. I don't like your – I don't like – your resale value goes down by the year. That's where I'm going. And the other thing is I want to galvanize the players that I see as the core of this team for 23 – into a team. Um, a lot of young players in 21 got a very bad example of what a team is. I need to change that. So, so like I am going to approach this from getting positive experiences and experience for young players who are going to contribute, but I'm also, but I also want them to see in the locker room what a team is mm-hmm. because I can tell you flat out without having set foot in that room once that was not a team that we saw. And I think so. I think you and I have a little bit of a different viewpoint on Thielen, and that the reason I don't put him in the exact same bin as Kendricks and Harrison Smith is like Harrison Smith might wind up playing another five years too at that position. But I just I, they have Cam Bynum. He looks like he deserves full time playing time. And I, I just at some point you're going to need to rack up some draft pick assets if you want to if you really want to you know have ammunition. I think Osborne's really good. I think I agree. KJ is really good. But what I would say about Thielen is I actually think he could play sort of a Larry Fitzgerald role in that he's just around. He was around when the Cardinals started to come back up on the upswing with Kyler Murray and whatnot. I think I don't think he's like a detriment to the locker room in the way that Ryan Suter was in the mm. Wilds room. I yep. think I think Thielen is a, is a good leader behind the scenes. I, I think if you're trying to justify paying a 32-year-old mostly injured wide receiver, 16 or $17 million to the cap. That's a problem. But if he was willing to help the team out a little bit and take a little bit less money, because he's no longer one of the best wide receivers in the NFL, but he's reliable as a red zone target, and when he plays, he's still valuable. Like, I want him on the team in 2023, is what I'm saying, if we can make the financials work. I don't care about him. He's gone. Okay. Dex? I just don't care. By 2023, it... it... I don't think you can say I, I want him on the team by then. I, I'd still, I, at that point, he's older. Like I, I just don't think you can say he should be on the team by then. There, there's, that's a, there, the there's case, a wall that's going to – If, the, if that's the case, the then you should, you should trade him now. Yeah. Like not yeah. now, but like in a month. Yeah. Yes. I'm with you. Unless, unless it's all about 2022. But if you want to win big in 2023, 24, 25, then, like, then if that's the case, then, then if you guys – I mean, and I again, I disagree, but 
then you should trade Adam, Adam Thielen yes. in like a month. Yep. Don't you think that Mark Wolf? So, so I liked the message and the statement. Don't you guys think though that that the the 2022 super competitive uh, potential championship line was just a talking point that that I I feel like is in every presser of a team that does not absolutely stink. Like I don't think that they I don't think the Wilfs are really going to sit down with these GM candidates and be wed to that. I just think it's an important part of the message because what are they going to say? Yeah. Like we're not going to be super competitive next year. So don't check out. I think I do. I do believe that they want to win championships and that's why they fired a good coach and a a good, not great coach. Good, not great general manager. Mm -hmm. And I agree with you. Like you can't come out and say, this is a full rebuild fan. So nothing to see here until 2023, but they, but they better operate that way. If that's what, and again, it's not even an if like they're, they, they're not going to win a Super Bowl in 2022 as currently constructed. And there's not enough cap space to drastically make this team better. So unless there's a first-round pick and a miracle worker coach that can take a mediocre team and automatically bring them to the top of the heap, like, you should aim for 2023. So I I agree. Like, the Wilfs have an obligation to keep fans excited but also make prudent moves for the future. I personally would advise owners not to use that that line. I don't think it's necessary. Like I love the we're pursuing championships line. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, but the whole thing about you know we could be really good in twenty two or or when Leopold said you know we're retooling. We're not gonna. It's like no, you're really good. not just retooling. I don't think that that's necessary. I don't need to hear that. Like I like the fact that you're making changes that you think just flat out are going to make your franchise better. Yeah. All right. Good stuff there. But it's a good job. I'm not going to back off that. I think it's a really good job. I agree. I agree. It's a, it's a better job when you zoom out to a three to five year window than if you just look at 2022, but like it it is a good job. Who internally internally because fans fans are, are fans and that's awesome. But who internally would say, oh, man, this job sort of sucks for 22, so I'm out. Like, you would never look at it that that way. No. And, and this think. is, I think, with some organizations that have a quicker trigger, like the Giants, if I'm, if I'm taking a job with the Giants, I'm going to want to know, based on how much they've just rotated through coaches the last few years, do I have three to five years here? Or, you know, what's the deal? Yep. The Wilfs are so patient. And I don't think overnight they're just going to, like, put the pressure on you if you don't win enough games in year one. I mean, 2022 should really be a free pass year to reset the roster, you know, figure out who your quarterback is, and that might take until 2023. But if you want more of this type of fodder, Purple Daily has been uh, on fire the last couple weeks. Realistic Randy last night. Alex Boone with uh, sort of a behind-the-curtain look at the Mike Zimmer culture and some of his assessment there yesterday, so check that out. But we have a write-that-down champion to crown next on Mackie and Judd. Uh, yeah, most sports talking heads make predictions, then hope you forget about how wrong they were. But not Mackie and Judd. Write this down. This is the big leagues, where we own our terrible predictions. Write that down. And keep track of each other's batting averages. It's Write That Down. Write it down. You like writing things down. With Mackie and Judd. Yeah. What an exciting day here on Mackie and Judd. 
all kinds of Vikings, coach and general manager, fodder and speculation. And today we will crown a write-that-down batting champion for the 2021 season. Judd, you're being awfully presumptuous. How so? Awfully, awfully confident that there's not some technicality in here somewhere. That, no, I'm not going to. Anything can happen and write that down. I'm okay. not counting any anything as done until I see the official scoreboard. Oh. Looks I'm like you got a few bottles, bottles of champagne sitting over there. A couple cans of Surly you're ready I am to celebrate not, with. I am not. No, I am not being. I am Easy, not Brandon Staley. Celebrate. Don't take that time out just yet. Anything. Hold on. Until uh, so, it's done. Well, this is the most innovative and transparent segment in all of sports talk. This is a segment where we put our reputations and careers on the line. We keep track of all of our predictions throughout the year, and we uh, we keep track of batting averages and home runs if those predictions go above and beyond a certain level of difficulty. Here's how it works. Three predictions from everybody each week. They must be quantifiable. We keep track, like I said, of batting averages and home runs. And listeners, if you want to participate like Evan is about to, send us a message through the Score North app. And just tell us you want to be on Write That Down. That's also where you can send us any kind of comments, uh, speculation, theories, critiques for Feedback Friday. But let's get to the accountability session here. So, Judd, you needed to go one for three with your three remaining predictions on the board Mm -hmm. to secure, Mm -hmm. barring some weird unforeseen Mm -hmm. thing, the 2021 batting title. It's been a very up and down year for you. You were over oh, 400 for chunks. You went like 30 straight predictions without being correct at one point. There was a lot of adversity. Average lead. Yeah. In the Zolgad camp, there was a ton of adversity. Yeah. And so let's take a look. Oh, boy. And you'll see on the top, you'll see 2021. You'll also see a 2022 prediction that came off the board for Judd here. Here if go. you're watching on, if you're watching on the Scorner YouTube Declan, channel, look here at Declan. It, look at Declan. Drum roll. Look at look at how Declan is sitting right now, like just hoping that I failed. Judd just needs one correct Best prediction way. out of three, Best my friend, Declan to win Goff. the batting title. And there it is. Judd Zolgad is the 2021. <laughs> Write that down, champion. By correctly predicting that the Vikings will sweep both games from the Chicago Bears this season. There you go. That's my baseball card. Congratulations. Judd, uh, and, and I'll just go through these real quick here. So uh, you said Kyle Rudolph will catch at least four touchdowns for the Giants this season. He needed quite a few for that, too. Three on the board. <laughs> and that Jefferson would throw at least one touchdown pass. For good measure, you start your 2022 season off with a home run by saying Matthew Boldy will score his first goal in one of these first two games. I think that's a home run. It's up to you guys. I, I don't think that, that he would score do. in one of his first two games. Yeah, I think so. I, I, yeah, it's a home run. If you said like his first 10 games or something, but like right. there's no guarantees he was going to score. In and the he first scored in his games. first game. I should have just gone with first game. The grand slam. Yep. So this is the final tally from 2021. Oh. Hmm. Judd, 359, narrowly edging Declan at 357. You also had seven home runs to Declan six. I batted 309 with five home runs. Listeners batted 270. With a league leading, just some thank yous. First of all, sure, if, if yeah, I may, yeah. if I may have the floor just for a Go moment ahead. here, Go ahead. Uh, just some thank yous. I'd like to thank uh, Dawn for her support. I mean, it, you know, without her, I couldn't do this. I'd like to thank Stella the dog, uh, barking predictions that, that are 
helpful. Um, just really a good dog, a solid dog. I just love to come home after a tough day of write that down to Stella. Does Stella ever like, get you beer out of the fridge? And that's what I, my, my last thank you, actually, appropriately enough, was going to be to my friends, Surly Brewing. Um, they powered my predictions. Let me just say yeah. the more Surly I had, the better my predictions got. So yeah. I just like to thank my wife, my dog, and the folks at Surly. I think you should you should thank Chill Boys too. What's uh what, oh, what, was, what was what was yeah. Chill Boys role in this? Victory? Well, Chill Boys, I put on the, you know, I put on the boxers in summer. I put on the long johns once it got cold. Mm-hmm. That's all I wore as I sat down to make my predictions. Um, and and because I could breathe. I could breathe both up top, down below with chill boys as I made my prediction. So that's a good one. Let's see. What else do, do we have in the, the hopper? Right, Livia. Uh, Livia. Uh, right, we got to play. I lost off. some weight. No, we got to play him off now. And it helped me make some. Pred- All right. That's I good. Just, so much. So Champion. many people to think. No, I'm, I'm not done yet. Save chill the environment. Boy, Chillboys.com. And now we move on. Global warming. <laughs> God. Um, just shouting global warming. I'll, I'll just go through the rest of the accountability session here. Uh, I had one remaining prediction from 2021. I said Dan Bailey will kick against the Vikings this season, and he will not miss a kick. I thought he would have a, re- a revenge game against the Vikings. He didn't even get a job, did he? No. It's kind of weird. Uh, for this year, I told you guys Ant would drop 40 or more at some point in the last week. He had 17 points in the first quarter of a game last week, and they, I guess they just... They were up by 30 the whole time, so he just didn't. Well, hold on. I said Matthew, I said Matthew Boldy will score, his, will score the, the first, first goal in his first game for the Wild. Oh. Oof. I was going into, for a home run This a home gets into semantics there. right no, there. I, no, it's, so it's wrong. Close. No, it's, no, but I mean you were. I said the, so he close. scored the third goal. Yeah, mm-hmm. so yeah. close. So the Vikings will win a Super Bowl under Mike Zimmer five years ago. I can come off the board now. Uh, but I did redeem myself here. I told you guys long ago, if the oh, Vikings yeah. don't draft a quarterback in the first round of the 2021 NFL draft, Rick Spielman and Mike Zimmer will both be unemployed by the 2022 league yeah. year, that they would fire everybody. Nice work. Yeah. And that's what happened. That's a, that's a shot. Listeners, bunch of stuff off the board here. This is all from 2021. Uh, Greg Joseph, at least three game-winning field goals, didn't happen. Cousins would finish top five in passing yards and completion percentage, didn't happen. Uh, Thielen, more targets per game than Jefferson, did not happen. That was from Drew, Dylan, and Jaden. Uh, Craig said he had a parlay of Cook 2,000 yards, Jefferson 1,800, um, and uh, a team that's not in the playoff picture in Week 17 making the playoffs, but Reed said Jefferson and Thielen would combine for at least 20 touchdowns. They had exactly 20 touchdowns. Yes. And Eli said, I had this one wrong. I, uh, he corrected me here. He said four of these FSU players will make the Pro Bowl. Dalvin, Jalen Ramsey, Derwin James, Byron Barnes, and Jameis Winston. And he was right. Four of them did make the Pro Bowl. Oh, okay. So Eli gets a home run. Nice work. Definitely. Uh, a few more here from listeners. And you, I'll, I, I'm going to spare you from reading all these, but if you want to, if you want to see some of these predictions, Eli Wade, Garrett Brady all had wrong predictions. You can check us out on the Scornorth YouTube channel. Toby said the Vikings would finish top ten in turnover ratio. It's nice. Bill said DJ Wanham would have at least eight sacks. Nice work there. And Matt said the Vikings would have a positive turnover ratio. So 
let's see some positives for the Vikings. A nice little turnover ratio this season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. DJ Wanham had some sacks. Um, Declan's brother Liam had a couple incorrect ones to come off the board here that we didn't take off the board. Yeah. Somebody would be removed from the Winter Classic due to cold weather via an ambulance. Or be stretchered out. See, we I looked. didn't see any stories about that. No. No. It's awfully Brother boring. Liam had a time at the Winter Classic. I was actually very well tamed, but uh, no one was stretchered out <laughs> via ambulance. It's good. It's good to know. Uh, and Declan had a couple things come off the board. This, these are both for 2022 that Boldy or Rossi will score a power play goal in the last week. Keyword power play there. And that the Wild would snap their losing streak and beat the Bruins on Thursday. So, so with that, uh, these are the career stats. Judd, you also are celebrating your 200th career hit. I'd like to give some thank yous for that. Nice <laughs> <laughs> work. I'm at 162 career hits. Listeners, 127. Declan, 86. Listeners leave with 19 overall home runs for, uh, for a career. So there you have it. There's your accountability session and your 2021 batting title winner. Judd, the listeners take home the home run crown, though, mm-hmm. to this point with 10. I think, I think that's nice. mathematically uh, clinching the home run race. So Awesome. Nice work. All right, let's get him in here. He is guest listener predictor Evan... He's ready to take some Vikings swings. What's Evan. going on, Evan? What's up, fellas? How are we? Are you, uh, are you throwing down the field here? Are you swinging for the fences? Are you going to be conservative? Check down, Evan. What's your strategy? Zimmer's gone. We're not going conservative anymore. Down the field. <laughs> Let's get it. Love it. Yes. Okay. Love it. Write this down. So we'll start with Evan. We're going to each make three predictions. We'll go Evan, Judd, Declan, back to me, Phil, and then we'll uh, make three trips around the room. So, Evan? Go ahead. All right. Um, so the second two predictions I have are definitely uh, home runs. This one I will change if you guys don't deem it to be a home run off okay. off rip. Okay. So every new hire, write write this down. Every new hire coordinator and up that the Vikings make this year will have been a former head coach. That's a home run. That's mm-hmm. a home run. So. So, so you're saying basically both coordinators and the head coach will have been former, will have head, been coaches. former head coaches. So, yeah. like Doug mm-hmm. Peterson, Vic Fangio, and whatever. Somebody else. Right. Okay. Off the record, um, I think it's going to be the GM will be Brandon Brown, uh, Coach Peterson, and Fangio for the D.C. Oh, OC, I, it's, it's hard to say. I, I would say Shermer, but I don't see us bringing two former Broncos that just got fired yeah. to the same staff. But I think the OC will have been a, a former head coach. And Doug calls plays, right? I, I believe Doug uh, yeah. did call plays in Philadelphia. Okay. I believe so. Yeah, give me uh, uh, give me Vic Fangio as the defensive coordinator. Write this down. Oh, yeah. makes, makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? All right, batting title, Judd. I'm going to put my money where my mouth is because at this point in time, we don't even have a list of Vikings GM candidates uh, but I am going to say that, uh, as I heard through the grapevine yesterday, Doug Peterson will wait, and Doug Peterson will get an interview with the Vikings for their head coaching job. Yeah. So that's a. Li- it seems a little bit odd because he, he's you know he's talked to the Jaguars, and I think he's going to talk to the Bears. And at this point in time, the Vikings have not hired a GM. But if he indeed is willing to wait, which I'm going to guess he will be, he will get an interview for the Vikings job. 
Okay. Okay. Write it down. You like writing things down. Okay. I'll start things off with a uh, Timberwolves prediction, actually. Because yesterday I got a little screwed over. If they would have beat the Pelicans, I would have had something come off the board. I'm trying to get them back over 500. Now they're back a game under 500. But I'll say this, because they have the Warriors coming up, though, I believe on Monday. So I'll say the Wolves will beat the Warriors, and D'Lo drops at least 30 points. Wow. A revenge game for D'Lo. Yeah. And that, that's a home run, right? Oh, no. I'm saying yes, they're going to beat the Warriors. Absolutely. The D'Lo is going to go yeah. off. Like that's, I'm going for a home run swing there for the Wolves. Get a statement absolutely win a over the dang swing. Golden State Warriors. So a Wolves win, and D'Lo drops at least 30 points. I love it. I love these wolf swings. Mm-hmm. All right. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right. Write this down. Let's go. Uh, let's go with this one. Eric Bieniemy. I think he's going to get snubbed again. So I'll just frame it this way. Write this down. Eric Bieniemy will get snubbed again in the head coaching cycle. I think there's some, something off about the way that he's been it, it, a little bit like Mike Zimmer 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. There's just something off about the way that he's interviewing, or the way that teams are, are 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 vibing him, and um, I'm gonna say he gets snubbed again. There's just there's also just a lot of can- I mean, like the fact that Doug Peterson's out there. There's like Brian Flores is out there now too. There's these former head coaches that have had some success that probably move Eric Bieniemy down the ladder. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right, back to Evan. All right, write that down. Um... Kirk Cousins will be traded by the start of the NFL draft, and our next starting quarterback will be above 500 in games that finish between five points. So last year we were two and five in such games. This year we will be above 500, and that will be because our head coach picks a good uh, quarterback in those type of situations. And so these are games that are within five points on, on either side, right? So these are close games. Close games okay. within five points above 500. Yeah, all right. I guess if you want to move on from a 4,000-yard quarterback, Evan, then that's fine. I don't know I don't know how you're <laughs> going to find ever somebody in yeah. the universe of football. This is not the place to come it, it, with it, your it Kirk. It can Kate. only get worse from Kirk, right? <laughs> only get worse. This is not the place to come. This show Biggest is mistake in franchise friendly. history. Don't listen to Tommy Kramer, who's calling out Kirk's leadership. Anyways. Write it down. You like writing things down. Judd. I've gone back and forth on this one, but I've come to the conclusion Mike Zimmer will be a defensive coordinator in the NFL next season. Yeah. Mike Zimmer will be off the record. I think if Dan Quinn uh, gets a a head coaching job and he is going to um, sit down with the Broncos to talk about their job, I think he probably goes to Dallas, but that's off the record. But I do think, I think he'll probably take a cheap, a cheap salary just to stick it to the Vikings because he he still has to be paid. Uh, the remainder of his contract by the Vikings. But the more I think about it, I don't know that he will sit out. So what are some other, so Dallas would know. be the, the obviously like he's got the Dallas tie, right? He has a Super Bowl ring from the mid nineties in Dallas. Yeah. Would Denver make some sense? Would George, yeah. would George Payton if bring him in as a DC? I think they're friendly. Yeah. I Denver definitely sure. would. Yeah. I, I don't Denver. see this guy leaving, but like if, if someone took a chance on him as a head coach, if Joe Barry left the Packers, can you imagine Mike Zimmer wanting to stick it to the oh, Vikings and going to Green that. Bay? He would love doing that, wouldn't yeah. he? He's been, I, he feels like kind of a vindictive guy. The good, oh, yeah. the good thing to stop that is, is Jerry Gray, who quit the Vikings and became the Packers' secondary coach, um, I think had some type of falling out with Mike 
and I don't think that the Packers are going to get rid of Gray. And so my guess is he would try and put put up a roadblock there. Sure. But that would be a del- that would be a delicious result. I would love to uh, write it down. You I mean, like writing right. things down. I what a certain uh, announcer the team would feel like if Mike Zimmer went to go coach the Green Bay Packers defensive side of the football. I wonder how that would go. <laughs> be hilarious. I wonder how that would person go. should be fine. I think it'd be fun. I agree. Fun. Greg Coleman in retirement. Yeah, Greg Coleman. Yeah. Down. Ben wouldn't care. Yeah. No, not at all. Not at all. All right, Dex, what's your second prediction? All right, my next prediction, I'll go with the Wild one here. The Wild only have, uh, again, two games in the dang docket between now and next week's Write That Down just because of all the canceled games. But they, they have a Monday matinee against the Colorado Avalanche. I love matinee hockey. Uh, off the record. But I will say the Wild will beat the Avalanche on No, Monday. that's on the record. Yeah. It's wrong. <laughs> uh, but the Wild will beat the Avalanche on Monday. It's going to be a big game uh, for the Wild. And I'll say they're going to they're gonna beat the Avalanche on Monday. Write that down. Okay, let's do it. Write this down. Let's do it. Okay, write this down. The Vikings will hire one of these three guys as head coach. Byron Leftwich, Lane Kiffin, or Doug Peterson. Okay. I have heard, again, that the Lane Kiffin-Vikings connection is a real thing. There's no guarantees that it's actually going to come to fruition, but that the Vikings do look at Lane Kiffin with intrigue. I am reporting that, by the way, in case there's any ambiguity. Oh. You can credit Phil Mackey. Phil Mackey. Mackey and Judd. Phil and Ma- in fact, Daily, I'm going to tweet it right now. Previously of philmackey.com. I lost the rights to that website when I accidentally let the GoDaddy uh, thing expire, and then somebody else swooped it up and then tried to sell it to me. And I'm like, I'm not going to. No. It's ridiculous. I had a friend who did that when, uh, when CHS Field launched for the Saints. He bought the domain, like, the minute they announced CHS Field. And the Saints, for whatever reason, did not buy that domain before they announced it. And he Smart negotiated play. with the Saints, and I think he got season tickets for the year and, like, a few other random little things to, to give them back. The no CHS cash? Show, man. No cash, but season no. tickets for, I think, like, the first season. Eh, did he accept the first offer? I think yeah. he did, from what hey, I've been told. I would no, want you know, cash. They, 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 yeah. yeah. Give, me, you know, give me five, ten grand and, and, or something. And maybe some That's cash. Be, yeah, maybe some cash something. was something in there. But, yeah, no, I, I, was, I was told that he... Uh, season tickets? That he... I mean, I, tickets are available. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. all due respect. I'd want cash. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Write this down. Okay. All right, back to Evan here, your third prediction. All right, guys, I'm going to go with a parlay for a gentleman that's kind of been forgotten in this offseason, but I think he's going to have a great year next year. It's going to be Irv Smith Jr. Nice. Next year, he will have over 800 yards, Mm -hmm. eight touchdowns, and will be top 10 in either fantasy production or PFF grades. Wow, look at this. Love it. Evan, these are some great swings here. Write this down. You've done an outstanding job, and uh, the platform is yours here. This is a life-changing platform, surely, for you right now in this moment. Is there anyone in your life you'd like to thank that brought you to this pinnacle point? Well, first off, I'd like to thank my girlfriend for um, putting up with my Vikings fandom and allowing me to go through therapy every Sunday with you guys. (laughs) And um, secondly, thank you you guys for for, uh, providing the content you do. It's a great balance between um you know crazy fandom and also objectivity and also bringing credibility to a lot of the things you report so really appreciate you guys and what awesome you guys man do. evan thanks for the kind words thanks for jumping on here we'll get you on again sometime right all right be safe all right that's guest listener predictor evan good stuff
That was Love awesome. Swings, man. Mm-hmm. Love those swings. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, Judd. Herb Smith one's good, too. Your third and final prediction. Okay, I'm going to give you one more about the former head coach of the Vikings. Write this down. Mike Zimmer will give an interview with an outlet. So it might be TV. It might be newspaper slash website. This offseason, in which he criticizes the decision to sign Cousins and criticizes Rick Spielman. So so a reporter, I don't think Mike can help himself. And mm-hmm. so a reporter, and, and but it doesn't have to be like, to be clear, it doesn't have to be frontal of I hate Kirk, but he will criticize the decisions. Yep. And, and he will therefore also say something about Rick that is judged to be a criticism. I like Make it. sense? Yep. Yeah. He yeah. He has no filter, right? Yeah. And he's, he's, he's and he doesn't have to say I hate filter. those bleeping people, but he will say he will open up about the fact that both of them caught both of those things cause problems and therefore criticize the yes. signing and the GM. Do you think he is he going to do this with a local outlet or is there someone national that's going to? You know, Mike's so weird. I don't know because I don't think he serves the national masters like Rick does. Um, that's a really good question. So, so like, I don't think it's a slam dunk. It's a Schefter, right? Yeah. With Mike. Um, but I yeah, think he, that he will. And you know what? He could get a DC job and do a zoom call and talk about it there. He could pop off there. Yeah. I can see that for sure. Okay. Write this down. All right. My All right, last Declan. prediction. I'll go with a, uh, I'll go with the NFL playoff one here. I'm going to save a couple more for purple daily, but I will say Joe Burrow will throw for at least 350 yards against the Raiders. Wow. So Joe Burrow will throw for th- at least 350 yards against I like that one. the Raiders that's in the good. playoff wildcard weekend. I think that's going to be a fun game. That's the first game out of the gate, right, on Saturday? I think so, yes. Car versus yes. Burrow? Yes, yep. super sure wildcard weekend. Get it right because it goes through Monday. Super wildcard. I'm jacked for this. Super wildcard weekend. Right Two games down. Saturday, three games Sunday. Game on Monday. In yeah. fact, I'm going to make a super wild card weekend super, prediction. Super, 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 wild, super. Wild, wild, wild. I think we're going to see an upset in the NFC. Okay. Write this down: the 49ers will upset the Cowboys mm-hmm. on super wild card super, weekend. Super, super, super. I think the Cowboys are like three or four point home favorites, and I think Ooh. I think Kyle Shanahan and Jimmy G are going to go into Dallas, and they oh. are going to run circles around Dak and Mike McCarthy. I like it. Oh, I, don't, I don't know if it's going to be a blowout, oh, but I'm saying not, the Niners beat the Cowboys. That would not be taken well by Jerry And then, Jones. is it possible that Mike Zimmer could be the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys if that were to happen? Huh? Mm-hmm. Where's the huh? sound? Where's mm-hmm. the, yeah, thank you. Reckless. Thank you. Huh? Would you they fire what? Mike McCarthy's ass if they got blown out by the Niners at home in a playoff it's game Jerry. in the first round? You know that Mike's... They would probably just promote... They, they, here's Zimmer. what they would do. They would promote Kellen Moore... And then make Mike Zimmer the highest paid defensive coordinator or something in the NFL. In fact, no, I don't know. Oh, regulation. Are you doing it? I'm gonna I'm gonna save it for Purple Daily. Okay. I'm gonna okay. save it. Okay. But I'm gonna go on the record. I'm so, I'm I'm throwing the ball down the field here. Okay. I'm not messing around. <laughs> I love where your I love where your head's yeah. at right now. I got and I gotta and, be honest. And while I might be displaying a level of risk, that's why Federated is here because Federated is all about risk management. Federated is all about helping your business maximize its success and minimize potential damages and risks. 
You can find out more about the resources and tools and people Federated provides at federatedinsurance.com. And remember, at Federated, it's our business to protect yours. So there you have it. Write this down. Those are your write-that-down predictions for this 12th of January. And that right there, Judd Zolgad, is your reigning, defending, batting champion. I almost put more stock into the home runs, though. The listeners won the home run derby championship, and Judd won the batting average championship. Did you just denigrate my title? A little bit. No, a little bit. I, th- I think I had a great sophomore season. I think I think big things are coming in, in the third season. Can we talk about me some more? Can, can we talk about what I've done? I believe that's my second or third title. Can we, in fact, you know what? I would like to say, I'd like to take this opportunity to think, if I may have just a second more, um, my, my previous dog, Holly, she's passed now, but I think of her every single day. Um, just a great... Oh, thank you. Thank you oh very my much. God. Um, okay, you know what? I'm just going to start from the top here. All of the little people out there, you know who you are. You know who you are, and you know what you do. You make such a difference in the way that I do oh, right no. now. Oh, no. Looks like no. we're all out of time oh, here. Man. Oh, oh sorry. Oh, oh, no. Looks like Judd's oh, no. off the screen now. Oh. Looks like someone cut his microphone. Oh, that's too bad. Well, hopefully we can get that fixed for tomorrow's show. Mm, what a shame. What a shame. Well, that's a wrap on Mackie and Judd. <laughs> With winter weather making it harder to stay active, here's a gift idea for the outdoor adventurer in your life, the Allbirds Mizzle Collection. The Allbirds Mizzle is designed for those who won't take snow for an answer, featuring built-in puddle guard technology to keep the winter wonderland where it belongs, not in your shoe. The weather-ready sole offers enhanced traction, so you go on winter runs with confidence. And it's made with premium ZQ Merino wool, a naturally insulating material that keeps your feet warm and sports a low environmental impact. Allbirds displays their carbon footprint right on the shoe, so you can see the difference for yourself. On top of that, they actually offset the carbon footprint to zero, making their missile collection completely carbon neutral. So you can stay warm and dry while trading lighter. This holiday season, get on their nice list when you shop the Allbirds missile collection. Discover your perfect pair at allbirds.com. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. If you love to travel, you love cool experiences, you are going to love Viator. Viator is the world's leading travel experience marketplace. And for me, Sun Valley skiing is huge on my bucket list. So I just opened the Viator app, searched Sun Valley, and boom! Custom ski and boot fittings and tickets delivered right to our condo. Pretty unbelievable. Just download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking. One app, over 300,000 experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator.